we really hardly think of elevators as high-tech or novel these days, but back then, it is what we would now call uh, disruptive technology because it had a tremendous impact on the built environment. When coupled with steel frame construction, it made the high-rise building possible. And ever since we have build, been building up higher and higher, and we changed our cities beyond recognition. Now, the way we live, the way we work, the way we play has been reshaped. And really, in substantial ways, we have transformed culture and society with this technology. Now, we are in a new elevator moment. We have been going through a process of transformation which began two decades ago and is actually picking up speed exponentially. New digital technology is driving this change. And you, you can see evidence of this transformation all around you. For instance, take a look at Miami's elevator-produced skyline. Now, to build with this level of complexity and customization at this scale is only possible when our routers, our mills are controlled by computers. See, now, this is only a beginning. You're getting a glimpse of what's possible. Well, just read this headline. New giant 3D printer can build a house in 24 hours. Now, this is not the stuff of sci-fi. It's happening already in China. And better yet, we have solar-powered prototypes printing with sand. Now, think of the potential of a technology driven by renewable energy building with an abundantly available resource. Now, that's fantastic. Well, that's not all. Like, this, this bridge is building itself. That's very cool. Brought to you by robotics, a field that is exploding with possibilities, and we have yet to see its effect, the full effect on the building industry. Okay, now you've heard half of the story, because up to this point, I described new, a new breed of digital tools that are enabling us to build in exciting new ways. But recent applications have seen this technology used not only as an instrument, as a tool, but as an ingredient in the building itself, something that is actually integrated into the very material of the architecture. Think of a computer the size of a tic-tac embedded in every floor tile or brick. Think of a household, familiar household objects equipped with a computational power and Wi-Fi connectivity. A tabletop with embedded sensors, a coffee mug with an IP address conversing digitally. Well, that's exactly what we have prototyped here at the School of Architecture a responsive coffee bar. You bring 
your favorite tagged mug to your local coffee shop in the morning, place it on the smart tabletop, and updates from your social media will flock to it so that you may read them while you enjoy your morning coffee and perhaps engage in a conversation with your neighbor because you are not staring at your smartphone to read this tweet. So that gives you an idea of what would happen when the functionality we cram into our smart devices spills over into the built environment to animate objects of everyday life and re-engage us with our surroundings. So really, when you think of the, 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 the internet and the web, they have opened up a whole new world, an entire universe of possibility. But this world is really only accessible through those dedicated, specialized interfaces. And usually, they are the tiny screens. Now, imagine this world integrated into our surroundings, here, everywhere, something that you can access directly, engage with, with all your body and all your senses. Now, that's the world that we are fleshing out. We are figuring it out. We are building it one prototype at a time at the School of Architecture. Let me show you examples of our work. Here is a living ceiling equipped with sensors, microcontrollers, and Wi-Fi connectivity. We designed it as an alternative to the ubiquitous acoustical tile in standard drop ceilings. Think of it as a chunk of the outdoors brought inside to condition the stale atmosphere about, of our hermetically sealed offices by moving air, actually, through the moss, which we know to have detoxifying properties from NASA research. Meanwhile, the sensors are gathering data about the interior environmental conditions, uploading this to open source databases online for uses we, we, don't, we can't even anticipate at this stage. We know that somebody will have a use for this. And surely, we're not there quite, but surely in the future, they will be able to, de to detect pollutants or contaminants in this atmosphere and alert you, for instance, of the presence of an airborne virus with a text message. Now, this is a networked blanket. We call it affectionately I am blanky because it's cute and it cares for you. Uh, <laughs> It, it, it tracks motion and visualizes it in real time by means of uh, integrated electronic circuits and uh, tilt sensors that are, Im that are actually, that constitute the very fabric of that blanket. They will monitor sleep patterns and will assist in diagnosing and managing sleep disorders. Uh, health issue that is affecting actually 40 million people in the US alone. Now, this is a, a new project. We have just began to explore it. For another smart ceiling, this time in a facility designed by Architectonica for the School of Architecture, the Tom P. Murphy Design Studio building. We just broke ground on this building. 
Now, it is meant to monitor a groundbreaking reinforcement technology developed actually by our colleagues at the College of Engineering. It's a very exciting new technology. The, the, the effect of, a, say, a gust of wind will be registered and visualized in real time with a color shift in the ceiling from green to yellow and maybe even red if it's tested by a hurricane. And we know in this area this is sure to happen. Now, the data fed by the embedded sensors would usually be accessible from a dashboard on your computer screen. In this instance, it is brought to life as a spectacle that animates the entire structure to give a direct and palpable understanding of how such buildings behave in a dynamic environment. Now, that's not all. You have to think of how this live update on the health of the building connects to data centers or control centers. It links to uh, uh, structures which have a similar technology but that are performing in different circumstances. So you have to imagine bridges, high-rise buildings, highways, all coming to life in a digital conversation that correlates data and provides critical information for the maintenance, but also for the design of the next generation of better, more resilient, lighter, more efficient structures. So I'm asking you here to imagine what we now commonly call the smart city, a system of systems that should gain great benefits from the hyper-connectedness of its constituent parts. Very much like how nature derives its efficiency and resilience from the tightly woven network of its ecosystems. So in the futures, our cities should approximate with its smartness. The smartness should approximate the ingenuity of nature. Now, imagine that. So let's, let's go back where we started, shifting the attention now to the onlookers in the foreground. They are obviously impressed with this new technology, but surely no one there in 1854 at the New York's World Fair, no one could have imagined the, the skyline of Manhattan as a consequence of this demonstration. Now in our present day, elevator moment, the same holds true. We are all captivated, we are excited by the new technologies and evidence of their effects on our built environment. But much like Mr. Otis's audience, at this stage we really cannot grasp the full extent of its transformative power. This power, this potential, we are now exploring with my colleagues and students at the University of Miami, knowing very well that the more radical and perhaps totally unexpected consequences are yet to unfold. So I, I really can't tell you what our cities will look like once the, this 
transformative, creative energy of the constellation of new digital technology will be spent. But with, with some confidence, I will tell you that our cities will be more connected, they'll be safer, more efficient, more resilient, and more alive. Thank you. Thank you.